Vikings fans, this is Chris Corso from US Bank Stadium with the Vikings.com postgame report. We are joined by Ben Lieber here. The Vikings lose a tough one in a somewhat meaningless game to the Chicago Bears, um, losing a two points there in a last second field goal. Do you have any takeaways from this game, Ben, looking forward to the playoffs? Uh, you know, a couple things. I, I do want to give a special mention just to our fan base. You know, this, like you said, this is kind of a meaning, meaningless game. I mean, a lot of people came into this game thinking this was preseason game number five. You're going to see a lot of the backups play, and you didn't know how many stars for Chicago was going to play. So what, what product was going to be on the field? It's a, it's a cold, wet day uh, here at U.S. Bank Stadium and around the city. So how many people were going to show up, and what was the vibe going to be like? This place was packed. This place was absolutely packed. There are moments towards the end of the game where they had the decibel meter going. It was reaching 114, 115 uh, decibels. This place was loud. This place felt energetic. Um, so special mention to our fans, which are just the, the best in the country. Um, a couple takeaways from just the play on the field. I thought defensively, yeah, we gave up some, some rushing yards, but I, I like the way our, our backup, especially defensive ends, are playing. Afadi, Weatherly, those guys just play outstanding. They're flip-flopping across the field at left and right defensive ends, and there wasn't a drop-off at all. I thought our corners played physical. Uh, those guys were getting off blocks and making plays in the run game. I thought they were sticky in coverage. Yeah. Um, I, I thought those guys did, definitely did not seem like going against the Bears' number one receivers, that they saw the bright lights and they, and they played scared at all. I thought those guys played well. There were some issues for sure. But uh, I love the way our guys competed. I love the way uh, Mike Boone bounced back after, after two giveaways on, uh, on his behalf. And, uh, and he had a great game. And Mike Boone, who is making his second NFL start, starts the game with a bang. A huge gain on the first playoff left tackle. Had a huge hole. Back on the 46 of the Bears. Hand off to Mike Boone going outside. Mike Boone inside the 40. Gets the first down. In the waning minutes of the first half in Detroit. A shocker to say the least. First down at the 25. And here's Mike Boone with the carry. And Boone is finally brought down at the 30, picking up five yards. averaging over 12 thanks to a 59-yard scamper early on. Second down and five. Go to Boone again. Has some running room. Boone, pass midfield into Bear territory. And what a run as he was uh, trailing. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix going one way and then the other. That was a classic run by Boone, and he gets 41 more yards over 100 already. The Minnesota Vikings offense didn't show up last week, and now look at the yards he has. Here's Boone again with a burst and winds up about a yard shy of the first down. He does have some good connection with those guys. First down on the 31, and Mannion with the screen to Mike Boone. And here's Boone in a semi-open field, and he Earns his way down to the 25-yard line where Isaiah Irving. Third and goal, and they give it to Mike Boone, who scores. Mike, so you get in the end zone, you get the touchdown. You were you were doing great, and then you, you kind of, you know, fumble the ball, or you kind of had a ride today, didn't you? Nice to end up personally on the upswing. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, Teammates was there the whole time, you know, just encouraging me, you know, keeping me comfortable and keeping me settled in. Uh, yeah, we started off, you know, I started off bad, you know, made a couple mistakes, but, you know, tried to come back, turn around and, you know, correct them. But you came out of the shoot. Good, Def right? Yeah. yeah. Man, uh, 
first play, you know, I just saw, um, you know, offensive line, they opened the hole, it was there, you know, and I did what I do. Mike, what's to say about your resiliency that, you know, the two turnovers early, but then you rebound the way you did? Uh, yeah, for sure, man. That just goes, you know, like I said, um, my teammates, you know, Dalvin, Ham, you know, everybody, you know, not just the running backs, you know, they, they kept me, you know, level-headed, you know, didn't let me, <clears throat> you know, get too down and... You know, the offensive line was working hard, and you know, I felt like I had to reward those guys and keep hitting holes and exploding when it, when it was there. Like we're talking about not only the fact that a lot of the backups today got some time, but quality time, a lot of it. That's different than just getting a play in here or there. How can that benefit this team going forward? That's just a huge bonus. Is that, you know, that's just getting guys, you know, comfortable for it. You know, if something wasn't happening, you know, later in the playoffs, you know, guys are, you know, got a little experience, you know, under their belt, and, you know, just give us more depth. Did that help you today, kind of? Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, just getting you know more more experience out of my belt. Nice to give Cook a, a chance to get another week. To oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, let those guys, him, you know, Alex, let those guys heal up and you know come into the playoffs roll. Yeah. How, how, what is the mindset going into the playoffs for this team, having lost two in a row here? Uh, just get it get it back going. You know, do play Viking football. You know, come out, work, execute, do what we do. And knowing how you guys performed as a mostly backups against. Chicago, what all their starters in, right? That's got to give you guys a lift right now. Yeah, for sure, man. You know, that's just credit to, you know, the, the whole team, you know. Like I said, that goes back into to depth, you know, for us, uh, you know, a backup to come in and can execute and hang with, you know, one of the top defenses in the league. Because so, there's good. no drop-off, you yeah, know. Exactly. I mean, the that's NFL, how we, it's tight. That's how, you know, that's how we kind of go about it, you know, especially in our room. It's no drop-off no matter who's in the game. So. so you guys are not going to Lambeau. So uh, it's so it's so it's either going to be New Orleans or Seattle. Yeah. I know some of the other guys saying it doesn't matter where we go. Exactly. That's, that's our mindset. You know, no matter who we go out and play, we gotta play Viking football. You know, that's what we plan to do. Come out and work. Three on the road is tough, but it's been done before. What's the mindset there? Exactly. Uh, you know, just get it done, no matter the task. Uh, like you said, it's tough, you know, on the road, but we play Viking football, we could definitely get it done. Can you put into words your emotions, how, how much fun you're having? It's such a crucial time of the year, too, to get this time for yourself. Oh, yeah, man. T tons of fun, you know, to get out there and run around a little bit. And it just excites me, you know, when I see the offensive line working as hard as they work. And, you know, I can come in and score a touchdown to reward them, you know, and as well as the defense. It feels pretty good. You talk about the defense. How about a Fadi? Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm starting <laughs> to think he can play a little running. He can play a little running back, man. But, uh, yeah, great game by Fadi. Shout out to him. Yeah, obviously the game doesn't mean much, but looking at some of the key contributors, Mike Boone r runs for over 140 yards, has a touchdown there. The two fumbles at the beginning of the game were tough. Um, but looking at some of the players like Mackenzie Alexander and Mike Hughes, really that will be contributors in the playoffs, playing tough. And then, of course, Afadi Odenbo with that close to second-ever touchdown in his career. Trubisky has the ball knocked away, and the Vikings will get the ball. It's... Odenabo! Odenabo scores! Ifani Odenabo! Let's see, here's the strip right there. Now, is Leno on him? Or does... I'm not sure if that left knee was down or not.
needed the quarterback on that play. Yeah, yeah. He got him, he yeah exactly. So just complimentary football, just complimentary D line. The thing uh, Coach Patterson always harps on is, is the fact that don't get desperate. Your time will come, your time will come, your time will come. So for Steve and I and all the whole D line, we just know that if we just do our job, the sacks will come, the TFLs will come, the tackles will come, just don't get desperate. Is it your turn to be the lead blocker on some of these? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Steven was <laughs> <wasn't laughs> Uh, my turn. My time will come. It's, it's circle life. So, so eventually, when somebody gets a scuba sore, uh, I know exactly how that feeling. I saw how Daniel and Steven blocked. So, I'll definitely be doing that. And this defense thinks about turnovers constantly. Yeah, yeah. So just the fact that um, like Zim's been harping on it, getting turnovers, but the fact that uh, turnovers are the number one correlation in a football game. So we can get our turnovers and we can make plays and we can score in defense. It makes the job easier for the offense. It's complimentary football. There's depth on the D-line. There's a good rotation. Yeah, you feel so, comfortable with your role? Yeah, yeah, I feel comfortable with my role. I, uh, there's a great depth on the D-line. I think this is the most depth we've ever had. Because the previous orders from my practice squad, I think uh, Everson, Daniel, and all those guys took majority of the reps. But now, I think Coach Dre is having more confidence in us and us and us. So we just keep going out there to keep proving and working the stress in. Most importantly, it's just it's important to have everybody fresh because, especially in the playoffs, that you need to make sure that you're all fresh. Because from game one to all the way to the Super Bowl, what you need you need everyone to be healthy. Andre really coaches you guys up, doesn't? Oh uh, yeah, he's got um, high expectations. So even though uh, even though Everson and Daniel were in, he was expecting the same results as him. He has high expectations. He talks to us all the same. He's not expecting oh because they're out. Um, he expects less from us. He almost expects more to show, to show all the other teams what we're all about. That we have the greatest depth in the, in the NFL. Can you guys win three road games? That's what it's going to. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we all believe in Kirk. We all believe in Dalvin Cook. Um, we got our defense. We we have a lot of experience. A lot of guys back like Anthony Barr, Eric Hendricks, Harrison. So so I think we, I think we can do. We've done that. We did that in Dallas. We've done that. We've done that a couple times on the road. So we should be good. You talk about depth, but to give these guys, a lot of the guys you've had playing time, some of these guys have not had a lot of playing time. To have the luxury of this, what a bonus it is going into the postseason. Yeah, too, right? yeah, it is. Uh, Coach always says you're only as good as your weakest link, so I think it's, it's great for guy, younger guys like Armand, guys like Jalen, or even Hercules that are going in. I think we show that we have a lot of depth on this deal, and like we try to pride ourselves in being the strong part of the anchor of the team. So, so every time we go out of the field, stop the run, get into the quarterback, we put the pressure, we go to ourselves, we put the pressure on us. Back to your play though, you were all over it, right? You were feeling it, except for that one knee, yeah. and then you punted it, yeah. not the Excalibur. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just needed a moment, I was like, man, I got my second touchdown, this is crazy. What I do? I'm going to punt the ball, but hopefully I don't get to find him. You can't find me because it didn't happen, it didn't happen. so, so I'm, I'm putting it out there. So, but it was, it was fun, but unfortunately we couldn't get the win. But um, we'll watch the film, then focus on next week because that's the most important week. This is what we all have been training for. Maybe the most important thing too is you guys are loose and having fun yeah, too, right? Yeah. You don't need the momentum of a win going in when you have the electric. Yeah, kind of yeah, game. yep. So just coach or someone's just do your technique, play. Don't make this bigger than it really is. Even though they have their starters out there, we're good. And I think we showed a lot of people that we're even when the twos or the backups are in. We can still play at a high level. There's not much of a drop off. Was it crazy when coming to next week though? That as of right now, you don't even know who you're playing. Not crazy. Not crazy. Um, plenty of the guys, plenty of these guys have been to the playoffs before. We we're in the playoffs just uh, two years ago, so it's not crazy. So whoever we play, it's Seattle, it's Green Bay, it's New Orleans. We played all that in the playoffs. Everybody's a good team. So 
matter doesn't matter if we're going to play this team first round or if it's later on the NFC Championship doesn't matter. We just got to kill that mentality. We're just worried about ourselves. How much fun has this ride been? I and mean, I think about where you were this time yeah. last year compared to where yeah. So last year during this time, I was on practice squad. I didn't know exactly where I was going to be at going into this year. I was just trying to make a team. You know what I mean? I'm like, so, so now just going from making the team to not just having a pivotal role, it's been pretty fun. I'm going to keep building off of it. I have guys like Daniil, Everson, Linville, Shamar, not to ever be content because those guys work. And having Coach Rob and Coach Ray there, it's just um, I'm going to work every day and just keep building up. I mean, the stage next week, though, I mean, it's as good as it gets, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. But, but the thing about it is, whenever you see a big stage, guys, oh, guys think, oh, I have to be Superman. I have to put an ass on my chest. But just play your football. At the end of the day, we all, we all understand the consequences of win or go home. But if you play our football, if you, when you start getting desperate, then that's when teams start breaking down. And I think playoffs is where you can see what teams have poised. And I think, I think we have that. We see him late as a pass rusher in games, as well as Stephen Weatherly. So good showing by some of those backups for the Vikings who will be playing later on. Looking at the future, the Green Bay Packers were able to pull off a last-second win with a Mason Crosby field goal over the Detroit Lions. Tell the fans what that means for the Vikings playoff chances and who they are going to play based on this Sunday night football game. Well, when you look at the probability now that that game is over, we're not going to go to Green Bay. Um, so now everybody's going to be watching the game that's tonight between the Seattle Seahawks and the and San Francisco 49ers. And right now, the, if you go off just the odds, the 49ers are favored to win this game tonight. That's right. If, if they win the game, then we are playing the first round game in New Orleans at the Superdome against, against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, you know, take it for what you want. I, I, I can see positives. I can see negatives to it. For me, the positive is we're playing in a controlled environment. Yep. We, we play much better when we're inside a dome stadium or we're, we're not exposed to the elements. We're playing on turf. We're, you're going to get the best athleticism from our team. Now, obviously, so are they. Yep. And, and we've been down there to handle that, that, uh, that crowd, which is uh, immensely loud and it makes it hard to operate. But I do see some positives of just being in that type of envir environment. And schematically, we play those guys tough every time. No matter if we're favored or they're favored, we play those guys tough every time we play them. So great chance to go down there and steal a game. I thought we played hard today. Uh, I thought the guys that went in there um, had, had really good effort. Um, but we made too many mistakes. You know, we start the game, we have a long run, fumble the ball, then we have a... Uh, uh, an interception, we get a, sa a safety on us. Um, you know, we we get a penalty for uh, having a guy's shoe and throwing it in our bench, and then uh, you know, and then the fourth down play, we fall down. So we had chances to win the ball game, we just didn't quite get it done. And uh, but I am proud of, of the way that uh, these guys went in there and fought their rear ends off. Resting some of the starters means that you should be pretty healthy going into the playoffs. What are your thoughts on where your team is at entering the postseason? As far as health-wise? Yeah, just in terms of getting Dalvin back, you and healthy, um, you know, essentially having a, a healthy team going in. Yeah, let's go. What decision was it to decide to rest your, most of your starters today? That was really hard. Um, you know, I actually didn't tell uh, some of the guys until last night. Um, you know, I wanted them to prepare like they were getting ready to play. Um, you know, we gave obviously more guys reps during practice this week but um 
you know, I think you just kind of weigh the risk reward and, you know, um, you know, I like to win. So, you know, like I told everybody, anytime that scoreboard's up there, you know, my name's attached to it. So, um, you know, but I just figured in the long run, it's better if we, uh, we just, you know, play, play these young guys and get a chance to evaluate them as well. Even though you guys lost, were you pleased with just how resilient you guys were coming back and fighting and almost winning? Yeah, I thought we played really hard. And, um, you know, we had a chance to win the ball game. Like I said, I think we fell down on the fourth down play uh, that they converted there to uh, get down into the to kick the field goal. But, um, you know, you know, there were some good things we did offensively today. And, and uh, you know, I thought there were some good things we did defensively. Did you, obviously, Mike Boone had the big, statistically the big game, but were there a lot of guys that stood out to you that got a chance to play and played really well and put a lot of tape as they said? You know, I thought the corners played pretty well today. Um, you know, Sandeo flies around like he always does. Um, you know, I I feel like, you know, we blocked their good rushers up front pretty well with uh, the offensive line. So, um, you know, and I thought Mannion did a good job too. He took what was there and made a couple of plays. You know, we, we actually, the third down play, we, we had, you know, could have scored a touchdown. We dropped the ball. So there's, you know, there were several things, but... Um, um, how would you assess kind of the pros and cons of how Sean Manning looked to assess my physical? I thought he was solid. Um, you know, he took care of the football, um, got us in the right place. Mike, you spend a lot of time reviewing this game, or will you turn the page pretty quickly to your opponent for next week? Yeah, we'll turn the page real quick. You say about Afadi. I mean, I know that touchdown didn't count, but he's just really come on in the latter part of the season, and that yeah. was a heck of a play. Yeah, I thought uh, the defensive line played well today, uh, for the most part. Um, you know, those guys did a nice job rushing him today, and uh, you know he continues to get better all the time. It was nice to see Jalen Holmes get in there and Mata Afa, and um, you know some of the guys that don't get to play much. Does having a veteran team at this point help you knowing you got to win three games on the road to get to the Super Bowl? Um, I don't know. It's been done before, so why not us? Green Bay's driving, and they might just win this game. If you do have to wait till late at night tonight to know what will your day kind of be like as you wait and be antsy to find out. Today? Yeah, today, when you kind of don't know who you're playing all that. Just be like a normal day. Go home, have a little dinner, have a little red wine, and sit back. Since you talked about some of the New Orleans positives, the other team, if Seattle wins the game, then we would go to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Seahawks don't really have a uh, starting running back right now, so we wouldn't have to worry about a Chris Carson who's out for the season. How do you think the Vikings would match up with the Seattle Seahawks if they were to win the game tonight? Well, much better. I mean, just look at the last the last time we played at Seattle was 218 yards rushing that we that we gave up. And and you mentioned the fact that none of the running backs are healthy. They they signed Marshawn Lynch off the streets. I, I'd be shocked if he goes out even tonight and has a big game. You know, there's just a difference between being in shape and football shape. And the way that he runs, even if he has a decent game, he's going to take a lot of hits. You know, he just absorbs a lot of a lot of uh, bruises. And, and I think that's going to have effect as he prepares for the for the game next week. So I think you're going to get a clearly less than 100% rusty Marshawn Lynch if that's the case. I like our chances up there as well. And they're, they're, that's they're very the thing. positive today. Well, I love that's, it. well, that's the thing about 
about our team. And I think that's why I can be equal parts optimistic and equal parts disappointed because we have shown through most of the year we're a hell of a football team. We're a tough football team. Yep. We, we, can, we can win in a variety of different ways. Now, when we don't do that, it's frustrating because, like, well, you guys set the standard. We've seen you guys play it at, at a high level, so why didn't you do that again? Um, so given our best, which I expect that we're going to do, uh, no reason we can't get up for a, for a playoff game, you're going to get everybody's best. And I, I like my chances of, of our guys giving our best going into any venue and winning. Last thing, when the Vikings sat most of their starters in this game, it gave a chance for a player like Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison to get a little bit more healthy. Kirk Cousins sits this game, and, and his last game was a poor performance against the Green Bay Packers. So players like that on offense, how do you see them going into this game, whether it's in Seattle or New Orleans, off of a terrible performance for a guy like Kirk Cousins, but now he's got to go in and get in playoff mode and get ready for this next game? Well, you know, there's... There's value in watching the game from the sidelines. Injured players have to go through this all the time. And, and a lot of injured players will tell you that experience, and maybe it's just for one game, maybe it's for a couple games, but in this, in this instance, it's one game. You can learn a lot just yeah. by watching, by absorbing, you know, going through the mental reps, taking a step back and having a day or two to kind of self-evaluate and self-reflect on like, okay, what works for me? Preparation-wise, day of game, my preparation, when do I play my best? Sometimes when the season's going on and it's just 100 miles an hour, you don't get a chance to do that. Uh, this is not a normal bye week for these players that set out this game. They're not going to the Caribbean. They're not going to go sit on the beach. They're not going to go. They were, they were present. They were engaged. They, they're at the facility. They were involved helping out their teammates in the game plan. Uh, they're physically ready to go. They got, they got in the training room a little bit more. So it's not a bye week as if, like, well, well, most players don't play well after a bye week. It's different when you actually get away from the facility versus being at the facility and being present. Well, the Vikings say goodbye to U.S. Bank Stadium for the season at 10-6. and six. That will do it for the Vikings postgame report. We will see you next week in New Orleans or Seattle.